Irish NFL show. Firstly, thank you for listening to the show. We truly appreciate all our listeners. If you are enjoying the show, please consider rating, reviewing, and subscribing on whichever podcast platform you are listening on. It makes a huge difference. It helps others to find the show, and we would massively appreciate it. Also, reach out to us on social media. We love interacting with listeners and with fans from wherever you are in the world. And with that said, on with today's episode. I was talking about the Raiders now. So the Broncos are home to the Raiders in week one, which is always a, a fascinating game. And Connor, I'll come to you for us. I mean, you could argue the Raiders in, in, are in very much a kind of similar spiral or situation to the Broncos in terms of what the expectations were last year. I mean, they just come off a playoff defeat their season previous in the wildcard game to the Bengals, who happened to go on to the Super Bowl. Derek Carr is, is gone. The Dallier is ended. Josh McDaniels has had a difficult time. I mean, even on the show last year, Colin kind of questioned whether he was the right man. He's like, oh, we're bearing in mind the experience of what he saw when he was in Denver. And people kind of said, no, 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 he's learned his mistakes from his time there. He's going to, he's corrected that. He's going to be a very different head coach. But we did see similarities to what we saw in Denver last year. And I was looking at some of the acquisitions during during the offseason. It's so strange because they've gone so aggressive on wide receivers. Mm. They brought in Jacoby Myers, uh, Mims from, sorry, Sims from Washington, Philip Dorsett. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say some of these guys are journeymen, but no, essentially marquee players come in on the offense. Austin Hooper, again, another tight end that's been quite effective throughout the course of his career. We, t- we touched on the Waller trade moving away from him. It seems like they're moving in a very different direction. And then there's the Jimmy Garoppolo signing with the waiver around the injury concerns. Where do you put all this together? They look every bit of the team that are just going to be spinning the wheels in the mud this year. Like I, I just can't see them making any progress based on, on, on where they were last year. You know, as as some wag put it on Twitter, they traded Derek Carr for handsome Derek Carr. Like it doesn't it doesn't really smack of upgrade, does it does it other than the Jimmy G will look even better on the posters with his smiling, handsome visage, you know? Like is Jimmy Garoppolo the poster boy for unconscious bias? Like, you know, if you read Moneyball, this is exactly the sort of thing that they say, you know, old old school pro scouts look at people who look like quote unquote in, in their imaginings football players and Jimmy G looks like the straight from central casting quarterback and and yes, it's it's also meh when you get on the field. And and again, you know, you mentioned the Waller trade, but if you were looking to build an offense around the things that Jimmy G does well, you would think Waller is exactly the kind of player that you'd want to keep, that you'd you'd want to have that there in the way that he had, you know, Kittle in San Francisco. Um, reuniting him with Josh McDaniels, obviously they they made the beginnings of what looked like a little bit of magic together during their time with the Patriots, but it's a real it's a real reach to imagine that it's going to catch fire for them this season. I mean, you know, you, you've, you've still got Devontae Adams, so that's not the worst thing to have to, to throw the ball to. I mean, it, it seems like I could throw the ball to Devontae Adams and he'd still find a way to catch it and go off for over a thousand yards. He's just absolutely amazing. And, and, and if anything, probably doesn't quite get the respect that he deserves for what he did last year. It's such a mediocre offense he was just outrageous I mean we'd seen him do it with Aaron Rodgers throwing him the ball but you know even with as poor a season as Carr had last year he still absolutely went off you know Josh Jacobs is is, is a stud running back so it's not like to your point Brian they don't have weapons um, but that defense was so poor last year as well I think they ranked you know overall 30th or 31st in in in, 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 def, in defensive or DVOA so they're it, it, it's 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 a real uphill 
battle for them this year. And I, I honestly can't see it working out any better than it did the year before. If anything, you, you would actually look for them to regress from where they are. Callum, I just want to touch on two of the draft picks, actually, because you are very high throughout the course of the weeks leading up to draft on Tyree Wilson, and you did suggest, even in your own mock draft, that he could land to the Raiders, you know, at the seventh pick. He looks like a really serious player. I know we're going to, again, we're looking at coverage of of college that doesn't necessarily always transition to the NFL, but he looks like the kind of player that could suit him and have him work, work and, and play alongside Crosby. And a second player I want to throw in, I suppose the reason, I suppose, when they, t- they took the Waller trade, like, they seem to always have their eye at a tight end and Myers from Notre Dame drops to the second round and everybody heard that he should have been gone as the first tight end in the opening round. I mean, when you brought in two players, that was, like, was we look at what they brought in in free agency and players that have been re-signed, could it be the draft players that kind of step up this year and I suppose put the team back on the map? Yeah, like I really like those those two. It, in so much as with the caveat, you don't know how guys are going to transition into the league. But I actually think those are two really, really good um, players that um, you know you can't fault the pick um, when when it's made. We all we we love to kind of go with uh, hindsight uh, in a, in a few years. But I, I, as I sit here today, I look at it and I go, yeah, those are two kind of home run picks that make a lot of sense for what they need. Um, and but the the after that they they moved up in the the draft after that twice, and like the whole thing with the Raiders is they have no money, right? They they're one of the teams who are now suffering because the you know the the, the Waltons are in the league, the David Teppers are in the the league, the billionaires ha- have arrived, and, and Mark Davis doesn't have that sort of available cash to move things around I mean that's ultimately why they didn't sack Joshua Daniels last year so they had to do something else and they made Carr the, the fall guy and moved off of him and I have been a pretty vocal in my criticism of uh, Derek Carr forgive me Stephen O'Rourke but one of the things that Derek Carr has in abundance is leadership and he's the one that held that franchise together in a season where um, you know Gruden's racist emails emerged um, and, uh, you know, their um, rookie wide receiver uh, was in a, a fatal car crash. Um, Henry Ruggs is very light. I think he that they're negotiating a plea deal. He may do, do well due time for, for that. And that was Derek Carr holding that all together. And they um, have moved on from that. And, and I think there's kind of merit to what Connor is saying. Um, the... the the power of beauty. Um, beautiful babies get um, picked up more. Beautiful uh, people are more likely to be found not guilty by by a jury. And be- beautiful quarterbacks will continue to get uh, contracts around the, the league despite their uh, relative performance. They're, they make no sense in a lot of ways, Brian. They never have the, the Raiders. They, they could surprise. I don't think they will, though. I think they're downgraded. Um, at the quarterback position. But one of the things that I will say to for Josh McDaniels, and I don't have many nice things to say about him, he didn't draft terribly in Denver. A couple of, of the, some of the picks that he made, yeah, um, were were shocking. And obviously the, the Jay Cutler and Tip Tebow uh, debacle. But there were some other picks that, that he made that really set, um, were, you know, made a huge difference to Broncos. Uh, after he mo- moved on and uh, John Fox came in. So to me, I wouldn't be surprised to see Wilson and Mayer 
um, be good players for the Raiders, but it might not be in 2023, and it might not be with Josh McDaniels as head coach if Mar- uh, Mark Davis could look down the back of the couch and fire the money to pay off the contract, because that's the a point probably worth highlighting to, to people. Players get cut and get X, well, X amount that, that's guaranteed and, and various. Coaches' contracts are fully guaranteed, right? So you get fired as a head coach. You get all of your money, and they have to pony that that up immediately. Uh, so that is uh, something to, um, you know, to, to bear it in mind uh, ar- around why uh, they haven't moved on from Josh Daniels. Hoping against hope, I think that is uh, is different in 2023. Connor, I, I'll to that draft question because I haven't. I looked at the list the other day. If you look at the, the number one picks over maybe the course in the last eight to nine years, I think there's only one player of the first round remaining on the on their their roster. Like essentially, it's been a nearly a bust every year. I, I'm generally bust because of off the field stuff more so than the you know the production on on the field. I mean, Ziegler is joined to the hip essentially with McDaniels. Like, are we going to see a complete refresh if to get off to a bad start, or is it a case of see how this season goes? I wonder what the expectation is as a Raiders fan because we know quite a few. And Collins referred to Steve O'Rourke when the Jimmy G free agency acquisition was made. There was a lot of disgruntlement, and even more so when they saw the, the nature of the contract in terms of what they were giving up to. But it also depends on what's around you, and I, I know that's that's the, the the same for every team. Like. The West is a very difficult division to come out of. So, what qualifies as a creditable result with everything they've got around them? Like, if they if they finish third behind the the, the Chiefs and the and the Chargers and just fail to make the playoffs, and um, if if they make a if they make it a battle of it and just don't quite get there, and you know there's the prospect of upgrading and and going again the next season, is is that enough? Um, I think it might be <laughs> given where the ownership is, right? Um, because I'm 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 not seeing how they get much beyond that. To be perfectly honest with you, and surely they must know that themselves. Another team with a lot to live up to this season in in, that, in this division. 